welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. My name is Evita and here I talk about my own very unique journey and I hope to make you feel good about your own very unique journey. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing how to organize your life. We all can use a little bit more order in our lives, well at least I can, but my hope is for you to listen today and get inspired to get out there and spread your wings and fly. Nowadays, we are all spending a little bit more time inside. I know that with the world circumstances right now, there really aren't as many opportunities to get out of the house and do things. And yes, I know that a lot of us are still busy and we do have to leave the house, but we are spending more time in our homes. And sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming. And I think that because of that, it is particularly important to really take care of our space. I would say that in general, now at least as an adult, I'm definitely a lot more organized and my space is a lot more clear than it was before. But being at home and not always getting out as much, I definitely have noticed that I have a lot of clutter and or at least I feel that way. And some people do come over and they say that my space is clean and clear, but I would like to be a little bit more organized. And I, I'm very guilty of having more than one junk drawer and also kind of shoving things in drawers and cabinets and closets if I know that someone's going to come over. And now that a lot of you guys are stuck at home and a lot of you listening I know have kids, I know it's really hard to keep things clean and keep things organized. And for myself, even that I don't have any children or a significant other, I find myself just feeling like I'm constantly cleaning and constantly organizing and constantly cleaning the floor and it gets a little bit overwhelming. On top of that, we have our normal day-to-day tasks and things to do. And a lot of times it feels like a lot to take on. And I would say the majority of people do feel a little bit overwhelmed with so much going on and things to keep in order. And then there are people that are really on top of it, really organized and just have everything in order all the time, or at least that's what it seems like. But there is a myth though. These people are not born this way. It is a series of habits that they have developed over the years and maybe they also grew up in that sort of home where their parents were very organized and they, lucky for them, developed these habits as they were growing up. And I would say my parents are pretty organized, but I didn't always do that. Actually, I would say as a child, I was pretty organized. And then I had a big chunk of my life, probably my teens and part of my 20s, where I really wasn't too organized. I had a lot of clutter. I held on to things that I should not have. And things pile up so easily, as you know, whether it's Tupperware, mail, papers, it's just super easy for things to just accumulate over time. So today, I want to actually help you become a little bit more organized with your life so you can feel a little bit less stressed at home. And like I said, for me, and I know this is true for anybody, when you have a space that feels clean and organized, it is easier to get on with other things in your life. 
Also, if you have the tasks in your life organized, it also feels less overwhelming too. Because for me, and I know this holds true for many of you listening, there are times that I just have so many things that I need to do and I just don't know where to start sometimes. And sometimes it can be work-related stuff, tasks that I need to get done around the house, errands I need to run. And sometimes it is overwhelming and you're just like, oh my gosh, where do I begin? And I want to maybe give you guys some steps on how to get things a little bit more in order so you can really take things on. Because again, if you feel bogged down, you won't even begin or you'll procrastinate because it just feels so overwhelming. The first thing that I want to suggest to you is to write things down. We all know somebody that remembers birthdays and sends cards on holidays and it seems like they just have this photographic memory of all of these things. And there are some birthdays I do remember and things that I do remember without having to write them down. But putting pen to paper is really a great way to make things a little bit more permanent in your brain. You can also do it digitally, you can do it on your phone, but I have found that I do remember things better if I write them down. And why complicate your life? Why try to retain all of these pieces of information in your brain? It's actually pretty exhausting. It's so much better to write things down, whether it's appointments, dates that are important, even a grocery list. I always, always, always make a grocery list. I used to do this on post-its, but then I was kind of always leaving post-its everywhere, forgetting the post-its, misplacing the post-its, losing the post-its. So with certain things, I still write them down, still put pen to paper, but I tend to, even if I do that now, I always put my grocery list in my phone and that is super helpful. For one, I'm just not good at retaining lists of things anyways in my head, but I always make a list on my phone. I'm such a list person and I would suggest that you do the same because you probably have other things that are important that you need to remember. So why take up brain space with something like a grocery list? And also, after you meet someone, write their names down. And I bet you, you will retain their name a lot easier than if you don't do that. And I can tell you that this is very true. I am horrible with names. I'm not really sure why, but it is really hard for me to remember names. I'll remember faces. I'll remember details about them. But I just, for whatever reason, names are really hard for me to remember. So what I've started to do is when I meet someone new, I write their name down. And again, it's more effective if you do pen to paper, but if you can't, put it in a note on your phone. And I bet you, you will have a much better time remembering their name. Another way to keep yourself organized is to make schedules and deadlines. Organized people aren't going to waste time. They're going to recognize that keeping things organized means that they can be more productive. They make a schedule. They get up at a certain time. They work out at a certain time. They have a more set schedule. Now, I know nowadays things are a little bit different. A lot of people are working from home and maybe you don't have to clock in at a specific time or maybe you just have to get a specific amount of hours in or maybe you just have to turn things in by a certain time. But it's definitely much better if you schedule your tasks throughout the day. I also think that creating a schedule lessens your stress and maybe it doesn't seem like it because deadlines sound stressful but if you create a time frame for yourself 
then you know you have to get that done, you'll get it done, and then you have room for everything else. And one of the things that I want you to keep in mind is that if you do create these deadlines and schedules for yourself, then you're actually making space for the other things in your life that you enjoy. If you don't make this schedule for yourself and your whole day is scattered or work is scattered throughout the day, then you're not going to have time to do things for yourself, do things with your children or your spouse or friends. It's just so much better if you have this schedule to free yourself up for things that are important to you and that truly you need in your life as well. The next suggestion that I want to give you is to not procrastinate. This is a hard one. I think we're all guilty. I know that I am. But the longer that you wait to do something, the more difficult it is to get done. And yes, some of us work great under pressure. And I do with certain things for sure. But why create that extra stress for yourself? If you put the effort in to just get it done, you just lift that weight off of your shoulders and you can go on with the rest of your day and go on to do the things that bring you joy. Because I know for sure that if something is just looming over you, you're like, oh my gosh, I really need to get this one thing done. And you keep on putting it off because it's not something that brings you joy. Really, you're just creating more stress and prolonging the joy that you can have in your life. And again, I'm so guilty of doing this to myself every so often. But then I remind myself that I'm actually keeping myself away from something that is much more enjoyable. So don't procrastinate. Try to get things done. And it will just, as we know, it just feels so good when you finally get something done that you've been putting off for a while. The next suggestion that I want to give you has more to do with objects. And this is to give everything a home. Keeping yourself and keeping your home, your space organized means giving things their proper places. I do know some people that are a little kind of overboard with this sort of thing, but honestly, when something is in its proper place and you know where it is all the time, it's a lot less stressful. I know that there have been times in my life and I see it all the time where you don't put something where it belongs or somebody doesn't put something where it belongs and then it turns into this hunt to find the thing. A lot of times it's keys, things like that, right? And it gets chaotic and it gets stressful because you need to leave and the time and you got to rush and you're going to be late and then you start yelling and then your family starts yelling and everybody's searching between the couch cushions and under the couches and looking all kinds of places because something was not put in its place. Now, when something's put in its place, then you don't have to go through that because it is where you left it. It just makes life so much easier when you put everything in its place. And I just gave you the example of keys, but in the kitchen too, it's great because then you're not opening all kinds of drawers and making a mess because the can opener isn't where you put or where it should be. Same thing with office space. I think that's incredibly important, especially if you're working and something urgent comes up. You don't want to be scrambling to find your, I don't know, your USB drive or something. If you put things in their designated spaces, it just makes life so much easier and less stressful. When we come back from break, I will give you some more suggestions on how to organize your life. Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike, and you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Sit 
Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. The next suggestion that I want to give you, and I've really been trying hard to do this over the last couple of years, is to declutter regularly. Now, I watched a documentary on Netflix probably a couple of years ago called The Minimalists, I believe. And it's about these two guys and they tell their story. And I want to be a minimalist. I probably will never be. I I don't think that I attach myself emotionally to very many things anymore. There was a time that I did, but I have slowly been trying to get rid of the clutter, get rid of things that I really don't need. I every so often go through things in my kitchen, get rid of nasty Tupperware. I every so often go through my closet and my drawers and get rid of things that I don't wear anymore. And I've read this in a few places and for me it's kind of a rule of thumb now that if I have not worn something in six months, I get rid of it. And obviously this isn't going to hold true with certain items. I live in Arizona. It's hot. So obviously a big chunk of the year I'm not going to wear one of my favorite coats. I have a snow jacket. And yeah, it snows a few hours north of here, but it's not like I'm wearing my snow jacket a bunch of times during the year. I only wear it a few times a year, but I know I'm going to use it. That's different because it's seasonal, but I'm talking, you know, your jeans and your t-shirts and things that you can wear all year round. If you have not worn them in six months, I would suggest that you really think about if you really need it, if you're really going to wear it again, and if not, get rid of it. I know for a fact that having the ease of going through your closet and not having so many things is so much less stressful. It is actually kind of overwhelming when your closet is jam-packed with things or your drawers don't even open, especially if you're in a rush and you are just trying to get out of the house. Having that sort of clutter is really stressful. And I feel so much better when I have things organized, when I have less things. And if you think about it, and I know this holds true for pretty much everyone, you probably wear the same items over and over and over again. Uh, I know for a fact that I have certain items that I'm like, oh, when it's a special occasion, or oh, when I lose five pounds, or this or that, and I almost never wear them. So look at those items and ask yourself if you are going to wear them, if you really like them, and if they give you some sort of joy in your life, if they don't, consider decluttering and getting rid of them. This kind of goes along with the previous suggestion, but keep only what you really need. I really ask myself, do you really need this? When it comes to not just clothes, but other miscellaneous, really random things that I have. Like I have all these boxes and again, little by little, I'm decluttering and getting rid of things that I don't really need. But I ask myself, do you really need this turquoise ribbon that's been in this box for three years that you have not used? Do you truly need this? And if I don't, I see who I can give it to or I throw it away. And this isn't just with things you already have in your house. I really ask myself this as well when I go shopping, which I'm not really too much of a shopper, but I can be an online shopper. But regardless, a lot of times I ask myself, okay, Evita, do you truly need this? Because one thing that I know for sure a lot of us do, I'm so guilty of this and I've really tried to stop myself from doing this, is to buy things because they're on sale. And a lot of times we see something, we see a bargain, and it's something that we truly don't need and we only buy it because it's a bargain. 
I've done this with random items and I've done this a lot with clothes. I'll see a shirt or a dress or what have you and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cheap. This is such a good deal, but it's not really something that's my style or something that I really love or something that I even wear. And then it ends up sitting in my closet and I don't wear it. And really, that's not only wasted money, but it's space it's taking up in my closet and creating more clutter. So when you are out shopping, ask yourself, do I really need this? And if it's something like an article of clothing or a pair of shoes or something like that, ask yourself, not only do I really need this, which it's usually no, but do I really love this? Is this something that I'm going to feel good wearing? And really be honest with yourself. And if the answer is no, then don't get it. Why are you going to waste your money and take up space in your closet and create more clutter? If it's not going to do it for me, then why even waste the money just because it's on sale? It'll help you from making purchases that are kind of unnecessary and that, again, are just going to take up space and make you waste money that you can be spending on something more useful and something that you are truly going to enjoy or something that you truly need. Going along with the previous two suggestions, really think about where to discard these items that you are going to get rid of. There are plenty of things that you can do with items that you're going to get rid of from your closet or your kitchen or wherever it is that you're decluttering. Don't just throw things away. I don't want to get into environmental stuff, but we all know that there's too much trash and we should be doing things to help the environment. So instead of just throwing everything away, see what you can do with these items. If it's clothes that's still in really good condition, see if some friends or family want some of this clothes or shoes or whatever it is that you're trying to get rid of. Try to sell them if they're higher end items and you don't want to just give them away. There are places where you can sell clothes like Poshmark and eBay and there are so many other places that I can't think of right now, but there are places where you can sell items and there are also stores, secondhand stores, and they'll give you something for your higher end items. So look into that, see if you can do that. If they are maybe not higher end items, you of course can always donate them to Goodwill or shelters. They're always in need of things too. I think that's really a great option because obviously they have a lot of people that need things. So see if there are some local shelters and ask them what they need and if they need women's clothes or whatever. You could always take them there. If not, there's Goodwill or other thrift stores where you can donate your clothes, get your tax write-off, um, have a garage sale when it's not 100 and something degrees like it is here in Arizona. But really think about what you're doing with your items. Now, of course, if something is really nasty and, you know, not something that you know somebody can use, then, of course, throw it away. Or if you're not sure, donate it to Goodwill and they go through everything. They'll get rid of things if they're not usable. Going back to schedules and deadlines and things like that, another thing to really think about is how you can delegate your responsibilities. Now, whether it's things in your home or if you have a business maybe that you're running, you can't do everything yourself. Sometimes you do have to delegate things. And I know it's really hard sometimes to give control to other people. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you want to get everything done and you want to stay organized, sometimes you have to do this. Whether it's tasks around the house, assign certain people in your family certain chores, have, have a schedule, have something set so that things get done and people know what their responsibilities are. The same goes with work or a business. Delegate things out. 
that helps keep things organized it helps things get done and it will help you check things off of that to-do list because for me i know that every time i check something off the list it makes me feel really good and the reason that i'm really talking about organizing your life is because yes it feels good to be organized it feels good to get things accomplished it feels good to have the home tidy and to feel like things are getting done But really, in order to do the things in our lives that are really meaningful, to be able to spend quality time with our family, to do things that we enjoy and love and the things that we want to do to better the world and to better ourselves and to, like I say, get out there and spread your wings and fly, it all starts with you. It all starts with your home. It all starts with your environment. And the more organized you are, the more room you make for these other things. So that's really why I'd love to encourage you to get organized and create some order in your life because it's going to be easier to then do all of these other things that we truly want to do in our lives. It's not always going to be enjoyable. It's going to suck sometimes, but don't procrastinate. Just get it done and then you can get out there and do things in your life that really bring you joy. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I share a final quote with you, I would like to thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind Podcast. I hope you took something positive away from listening to me today. I would love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you. You can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat, and now on TikTok at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Today's final quote comes to you from Felicia Wadlington. Perfection is highly overrated. Real learning and growth comes with imperfection. I hope you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until next time, stay blessed and be positive.